Welcome to Nonprofit Network, powered by Stokes Auction Group. We are a podcast focused on benefit auctions and fundraising events for the nonprofit community. We are a group of fundraising professionals that specialize in raising funds to improve communities of all sizes. Here it is, episode number 25. Hello, Ooh, welcome. 25. My name is Shelby Stokes. 25. Man, I am Kelly Schenfeld, also known as Susie the Trucker. You can tell by the hat today. <laughs> Polly Schenfeld, once again, welcoming back all you fundraising fanatics. Hey, you guys, we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. In studio watching <laughs> us. Everybody give it up for the Ivan. Yay! Woo! The Ivan. The Ivan. Master of all. Uh, The Ivan. How do you get the title The Ivan? Um, Because, trust me, after you get to know him for a little bit of time, you will call him The Ivan. Legend. Legendary. Currently reading a book about the USB and alien crafts. Yeah. Yeah. He's 89. I got got a little bit of a lesson earlier. I'm excited to hear more. We're all so lucky. We're all so lucky. For sure. So we are coming to the end of August. We are the last week of August. September is not but two days away. And um, the fall is definitely upon us. The fall of 2022 is what we're preparing for. Um, you're wearing your trucker hat. Is I'm wearing my trucker hat, but there is some the... significance behind okay. this trucker hat. Tell us the story. I'm going to tell you the story. As you can see, it's the Hacker Open hat. And so we've done a golf tournament for years, and we've just it's to raise benefits for um, kind of our auction family that has you know medical needs or has tragedies happen in their family or things like that. Well, we haven't been able to have one for a while. We'll have another one someday. But the reason I'm wearing a hat is... Also, that I didn't have to do my hair. But um, the reason that I'm wearing the hat is because now is the time, if you had a golf tournament, now is when you want to rebook your course mm-hmm. so that you could get things happening. You know, we've been talking a lot about getting ready for the, you know, the events in the fall, but now is also the time to take care of the ones that you just had that were summertime golf classics or whatever they were. And now you need to rebook those and get that behind you so that you can work on your galas. Because typically they have golf tournaments and galas. So. Yeah, and, and I will say it really feels like a lot of us are out of sync right now. Oh, like, oh, it? wait, we're thinking about next year already? Oh, yes, know. you probably should be, especially for a golf course or a venue, wherever you're going to be holding your event. Because it's going to come quick. And it is going to come it, quick. Next year is going to be upon and us. And the main so. concern, obviously, is getting, getting the venue. Right, like, and snagging up your quality auctioneer, which you can get at Stokes Auction Group. Don't forget to call us. <laughs> Stokes Auction Group, got home. Stokes Auction Group's here for your needs. <laughs> oh, I also got to tell you about the um, other web address that we just purchased the other day. But we're here today it's to talk. It's not Fatbabies, is it? It is not Fatbabies.com, which Love I'm pretty them. sure is taken. Where did that come from? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> keep going. All right. Let's That's stay professional, time. boys. <laughs> Right. Just because we have an audience doesn't mean we need to show off, but it is kind of fun. Yeah, we don't want to flex our fat. Going off the rails. Going oh, off the rails. <laughs> uh, so with the end of August comes the fall, and now we're going to go into our third episode of planning. So we're going through the third and final installment of the planning packet. Um, from As a you can see, once ago. again, they didn't give me a packet, so I'm no. just going to banter. You're better off the cuff, I've noticed. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Have you rebooked your golf course? That's the real question. Uh, no, we haven't decided if we're doing it again yet <laughs> or not. <laughs> we better rebook then, I guess. Huh? Um, so we are now in the last segment. So one month out from the packet is what this says. 
initially, but as we said, a lot of this is coming together quickly, so it can be an expedited, expedited timeline. Um, first things first, uh, procurement deadlines become due about a month prior to your event, so finalizing that lineup is pretty important. Yeah, and we talked last week about getting all the details that you can before you put it into your, you know, your catalog in the sequencing and all of that, so it's getting close to crunch time now. You know, it seems like we just talked about that last week, but now you'll see as the weeks go, they really are going to be rapid now. The weeks are going to fly. Start to fly. Yeah. So your event coming up in the fall is here tomorrow. <laughs> so get on it. It's right. And it's going to make you feel a lot better, right? You know, this is a month out, but if you've got all your procurement oh, yeah. deadline locked in, mm -hmm. A month it's gonna make you feel good it, it is it? I mean isn't it gonna take a lot of stress off you it's like oh you know cuz that's a big deal as well as the chatter can start within that community oh my god did you hear what they have they're selling a fishing trip which by the way let's hear about a fishing trip. oh man do you know anything trip. about a fishing trip I just went on a fishing trip what it was amazing it was in Sitka Alaska three days on the water and we brought back a lot of fish like 80 pounds of fish in fact, there's a so, few... Oh, I'll take 10 pounds instead of 5. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I say 80 pounds? I brought back 8 pounds of fish. <laughs> one pound. That's one eighth because I'm so generous. Um, no, and I think there's a few in the Shinfield family that are excited to um, talk about a fishing trip. So who knows? Yeah, I think we're going to make that happen. Well, but we sell those a lot. Those are, those are very fun, and that's kind of yeah. why I was just talking about that a little bit, is that, yeah. you know, those items that you procure that are fishing trips, things like that, that are really active but yet unique you can really start the buzz in your community once you get those locked in it's all about the buzz it's all about, all the, buzz. about the buzz so think about this you're a month out you're locking in all your procurement items and now you get to decide what goes in a silent what goes in a live and you start making the flow of your event yeah we've talked about it earlier what we want is we want energy energy throughout the night the ebb and flow the social being considered as well we're looking at all these different items and assembling them yep. so about a month out your catalog is going to go to print and in doing so when it goes to print We'd love to take a look at your items if you're your partner yes. and put them in some sort of order that we feel is beneficial to the room. He so, meant to say when we're your partner, not if we're your when partner. We're when your we're partner. your partner. Yeah. And so we'll put them in an order and make it feel good. We're going to make the energy rise. Rise. We're going to make the energy fall. That's going to be beautiful. It's going to be and like you're talking about silent auction, um, typically you're going to decide how many sections that you need. Whether you're going to have two silent sections, or you're going to have three, mm -hmm. or you're going to have four. Again, as with, as with a lot of aspects of different events that we talk about, it's going to depend on the number of attendees, right? Because that's going to kind of determine how many items you should have. I mean, if you've got a, an event with 300 people, you've basically got 150 wallets in the room because mm -hmm. people are going to come as a couple. So you don't want to have... 300 items because then everybody has to buy two items and that's probably unrealistic right yeah what how do you guys as auctioneers feel about super silence what what would you tell your community that's putting together their fall event and they're in that month-long you know space where they got to really tighten up their procurements how do you feel about super silence and explain what that is well a super silent item is an item that is just about good enough to be a live auction item and this can also kind of help you deal with issues that you might be getting some heat from your donors oh here is my item but I want it to be live well you might have to have that difficult conversation and say well we've got enough in our live but how about this 
we'll put your item into our super silent. Now the super silent could be section number three or number four, depending on how many you have, and it's going to get the most exposure. It's going to be open for the longest amount of time. Mm -hmm. So that might be an idea for you to pitch somebody that's kind of giving you some grief about wanting their items in the super silent. Basically, it is an item that is just about good enough or is good enough to be live, but you just don't have enough room to put it in there. Mm -hmm. So there are fewer number of items in that super silent, but they're a little bit higher value, very close to being live worthy items. Yeah. And obviously we're very exciting to listen to because the Ivan's dozing off back there. Um, at 89 years old, we wouldn't expect anything less. That means he's comfortable and we appreciate that. It's also a little warm in here. It's a little warm it's in here. It's a little warm in here. Super silence are the way to go, right? And the reason I like them is because you're basically taking a huge list of silent auction items, you're narrowing it down to a very few, and then you're putting a bunch of attention on those items. And I like that because you have more exclusive packages. People actually want to look at them. They don't feel overwhelmed, yeah. and they need to dive in and take them. So I like yeah. the super silent personally. Um, I know that they can get lost in the sea of items at times, but... Yeah, I, I think it's a way to highlight them. I also think that it works that if you have a super silent item, and we've had it happen to us, I'm sure you boys have had it happen, have it happen, time and talk. You boys have had it happen to you, um, and that is if this thing is just getting massive bidding, it's showing you that you can move that into the live, and mm -hmm. you can stuff it somewhere in the live. Rely on your auctioneer for that a little bit, because um, they're gonna they're gonna steer you the right way on that. But be open to that if. If something that you thought was going to bring $2,000 in the super silent is just like, okay, they're at $2,500, well, the next guy's at $2,750, we got to get the live item going, we got to close the super silent, pull it out, bring it into the live, don't you think? I do, I do, Gosh. yeah. It's such a, it's a good way to market test. It's a good way. It's a great way to market test. So, yeah, yeah super silents are great. Kind of use this as a, as a basis for your determining number of silent sections. And, again, I talked about the number of items, but timing. The first section should be the least number of items that are low value that because not everybody's going to show up on time. Your second silent is probably going to get is when people are going to start showing up. So you probably want me, you know, maybe 40 percent of your items to be in in the second section. And then the remainder of 40 percent, you can split up into a section three or three and a super silent. Those are going to be least quantity number of items, but higher value items because they're going to need and get the most exposure as far as people showing up. You know, your doors open at 5, you have a closing at, you know, 6.45, your third closing, your super silent, that's going to get, you know, that's an hour and 15 minutes of, of exposure on just a kind of a general timeline. You are so smart. People aren't going to show up right at 5 o'clock, so don't put your best items in your first section, is my point. <laughs> You're so smart. Burn all the aces early. Burn them all early. Burn all the aces early. Okay, sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. A we apologize for that, but it felt um, good. Yeah, it did. So you're also going to designate your volunteers for the auction night. Who's doing what and who's going where? Now, if you're arriving at this point and you haven't thought about this, now's the time to really give some thought to it. Who is doing what and how are they going to help facilitate the spotters, the runners, the clerks, the registration, and the checkout. Each one of those different jobs are important for one reason or another. They may not all apply, some of them will apply, um, but essentially having the workforce to make sure this thing goes off without a hitch is gonna be essential, mm -hmm. so think about that. Um, definitely let us see your items before they go to print. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, yep. just don't forget. 
Um, catalog, not going to say that. Um, assemble object <laughs> items into one place in Whoopsie preparation doodle. for transportation. So if you have tangibles that are going to the event, about two weeks prior, you're going to want to start placing those in a place where we can kind of gather them together and put eyes on them and then physically understand what needs to be moved. Or, you know, you might just have a desk show up at your house one day and then you have to deal with it. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. So you're, you're coordinating, you know, your neighbor Tim or your, or your buddy Tom and his pickup truck and he's going to have a trailer and he's going to come help you. And these are kind of the logistics that we're talking about here, right? Getting the items from wherever they're warehoused to the venue. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and then you're going to get into the one week out. Now you're going to want to start looking at forms, preparing those, silent and live forms, if those are going to be applicable. Some of those are done all via the software now. So if you're already doing using software, that might not apply. One week out, you're assigning bid numbers and tables. You might want more than a week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is your favorite part, right? Oh, yes. You've got to keep Aunt Joanne Aunt away Joanne from. Aunt Joanne cannot, yeah, Uncle Billy. <laughs> Uncle Billy. <laughs> oh, Joanne Lord. Joanne and Billy. Oh, boy. Ooh, let me just tell With, you, they said, oh, no. Oh, and he is, that, that was not his wife last year. <laughs> so um, we just have to be mindful of where people sit. Um, and I know that's a tough job for all of you, but, you know, it also makes for a very exciting evening. Yeah, and then afterwards you can be like, can you believe we sought time can and you believe together? <laughs> they fat together. Well, and then also, next year they'll be married and you won't even know what right. to do. Also, really important here during, you know, talking about table placement is, you know, think about the V kind of strategy from the stage. You're, you're going to want your heavy hitters and, and, and your good bidders within the first two rows, mm. right? So the people in the back who are people who aren't, as good, aren't gonna bid as much, obviously, they're gonna be able to look around the room and see all these hands going in the air. You wouldn't want one of your horses that's gonna be bidding on just about all your items and helping you all the way in the back. You're gonna want that person in front so there's a visual for everybody else to see yep. that person and, or those individuals so focus your, your heavy hitters, meaning your high, higher bidders, in the front of, of the stage, about the first two or three rows. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's one week out. There's a lot that goes into that. You might want to adjust that uh, a little bit earlier than one week out. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot that goes into that. Yeah, especially with sponsor tables and volunteers and... If you're inviting the teachers from the Catholic school, are they going to bid in any items? Um, spoiler alert. Maybe not, um, right? No, it's it, 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 it's again. There's so many science. Yeah, yeah, it's factors. science to methods to all the madness. Methods to putting them in order. Methods to sitting people. Methods to where the donors are. Ooh, keep doing that. That looks weird. One week out. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare the master script for the MC or auctioneer. Yes. Why? It's going to change 300,000 times between them and the auction. Well, what does the auctioneer need to know? The auctioneer needs to know exactly what time he's going to be there. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of important. Right. The auctioneer needs to know what notes do you have, and I'll tell you if that's right. Uh, th there are no notes. <laughs> I'm letting you know yeah, a little bit. That's right. No. Yeah, that's definitely right. Uh, we want to know who's in the room. We want to know uh, what I, who needs to be thanked on which package. Right. We need to talk about, like, minimums on any of those packages, 
potential Doubles. double opportunities on any of those packages. Yeah. So anything that could be information that is going to play out on stage is going to be something that we need. Your auctioneer tries very hard, as well as your ringmen and your MCs. They try very hard night of to be a part of your organization. And that's why you'll hear them say multiple times, we are here, our organization. You know, that evening they are a part of your organization. So the more information that you can give them to be educated about that organization and those people in the room, the more it feels very real and organic. And it is real and organic because that evening they are a part of your organization. But, um, you know, these guys are up in front of everybody with a mic and, and they want to have as much as they can. And it will help you. It will help you yeah. tremendously. Mm -hmm. Particularly uh, if you're talking about the master of ceremonies or announcer. Because that person is going to be the first voice that they hear typically yeah. when we're in the live room. And they need to be able to sell your mission the way that you want them to sell it. Write it out for them. Don't be afraid to write out exactly what you want your MC to say. Give them the liberty to, you know, Move the words around to, you know, get the right inflection to send your message. But don't be afraid to just write it out. This is what I want you to say in your opening. This is how I want you to sell our mission. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um, we go to one day out. Print addendum and auction site setup. Well, that's easy. Just go up there and set it up. Just get it ready. Just get the ballroom ready. One day out, you are going to be freaking out. Yes. Take so don't, <laughs> yeah. don't freak out. You've done all of your due diligence. You have prepared it as well as you possibly can. Your goal is to raise money for an organization. You just remember that going in. Remember that you have put into place the team that's going to do it for you. You've got your volunteers. You've got everything that you need. So try on day before to stay as calm as you can because it is nerve-wracking yeah, as heck, right? Is. And yeah. what did I forget? And if I could suggest anything, lists. List, list, oh list, gosh, right? list, list. Cross list. that list off, build Ooh. another one. Day of, have a list. Let it start with wake up, check. <laughs> have coffee, check. Yeah. Get in car, Check. You know, just very simple. But keep, give yourself a break by now. Day before, give yourself a break. Now just put it all together. If you follow this packet, you won't have to worry about you it. You won't. When it comes. You won't. Or better yet, if you call us, you won't have to yeah, worry about it. Yeah. You're going to exactly. be prepared. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. So, I mean, that's kind of the run-up to the event. You know, we could talk about day of event. Maybe we do that next week. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you joining us with us uh, today. It's been fun. It has been fun. Yeah. And again, there's a there's a lot to it, Kelly and Shelby and I have mentioned over the. It's hard to stick with just one aspect, and not ramble on, right? Because we could go on and on about sequencing. We could go on and on about how to set up a silent auction. Every event is going to be different and unique, and yours is going to be no no different than that. So. Tweak with what works for you, and if it works one year, great, keep doing it. If it doesn't, don't do it the next year. You know, ask some other local charities. If you have friends that are in that, are in that world, maybe some, throw some ideas around. Yeah. So there's, there's really no one way to do this, 
but just a general foundation is kind of what we're trying to get across to you. Yeah, that's what we're trying to encourage. And there's always a way to do this better. You're, you can go through this packet multiple times, year over year, and you're going to see something that you can drill down on and do a little bit better or execute a little bit more efficiently. So take your time with it. Don't be overwhelmed. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. It's all foundation. This all is foundation. All, foundation. all foundation. So anything that you build on a solid foundation will be good. Whether you have to rebuild it or not, it's got the foundation. And that's what this packet is, is the foundation. We want the foundation. Foundations are important. So go build your foundation. Build your foundation. You, you yeah. set the foundation. And then at 5.30 when the doors open, that's when you hand it off to us. Yep. We'll take care of it, okay? Uh, go out be you bold, go. you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, be courageous. Be courageous. And go do good. Right on. Truck on. Bye. Bye. Okay. Woo.